Hey folks, if you've been tuning in over the last couple of months, you've heard all about the Game Time app and how it can save you some serious cash on last minute tickets to sports, concerts, and all types of shows. I love the app because I can look for all those tickets that I can't find, like me trying to find myself a ticket for Cal's bowl game down in Santa Clara next week. I'm going to need some help with that, and the Game Time app has me covered on those last-minute tickets because I'm trying to find a good deal to go watch my Bears take on Illinois. And guess what? Well, now Game Time is hooking you up for the holidays with a $10 credit. Here's what to do. Download the Game Time app in the Google Play or App Store. Click on the My Tickets section of the app. Create an account. And under the billing section, use the redeem code THEATHLETIC. Once again, that's THEATHLETIC, all one word, for $10 off your first purchase. That's free money, people. Credit is only available for the first thousand people who use this redeem code, and it expires at the end of the year. That's December 31st, 2019. So make quick moves and score last-minute tickets. I mean, everybody tells me, you know, being uh, stay in attack mode, and um, I mean, can't wait to the fourth quarter to do that. Um, and I just think, just like last game, I think, you know, um, it happened too late. You know, we had a good second quarter, we had a good fourth quarter. So we, like I said before, we got to be able to piece together 48 minutes. How much of an adjustment has that been to where you, you know, you actually hear for what people are saying, stay in attack mode early? Um, I mean, obviously it was just trying to put an emphasis on it just like last year um you know for me early in games i try to you know get everybody involved make sure everybody's getting touches um you know if somebody's hot keep feeding them and uh you know at the same time you know still try to get to the basket still you know try to create for myself at the same time but um i mean there's always a fine line in that and uh, i think i'm still learning it how much for you guys right now is just a lot of thinking on the basketball court trying to um i mean like i said before it's just putting together you know a complete game um you know, today was the first quarter. Uh, I think we started slow. Third quarter, um, they went on a, you know a big run to start the third quarter, but we played you know pretty well. You know, the fourth and, and second quarter. So just trying to be able to put together the game. I don't think it's I don't think it's really too much thinking to it. What do you about that fourth quarter lineup and you guys go more of a defensive lineup to try to get yourself back in the game? Um, I mean, it's always great. You know, you have to get stops, especially playing against a team like that. Um, but for us, I think you know the difference. You know, what our offense today was. You know, they switched a lot. So. Therefore, you know, the defense is always on the inside. They always try to play on the inside. And for us, we have to be able to get cutters and get runouts defensively. Um, you know, if we can get as many easy baskets as possible, you know, it helps the game out. You guys are 0-5 now without bogey. How, how important is he to, to what you do and why? Uh, I mean, he's big time for us. Um, I think he's still probably, you know, with the games that he's missed, I think he still leads our, our team in deflections. Um, obviously, everybody knows he's a great shooter. He's a playmaker for us. Uh, he does so much, so many great things for us. But, you know, not only offensively. Like I said, he, he's, he was leading us in steals and leading us in deflections, you know, some things that don't show up in the in the, in the box score. Uh, so he's extremely important to us. Is there a feeling that, you know, some frustration that you guys are, are better than that since emergency that you only have so much time to, to turn it around? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously it's a long season. Um, you know, we still have things to work at. But there are times in a game where we make those things look like they're great. And then there are times in the game where, you know, they're piss poor. So, like I said before, for us it's all about playing a complete game playing the whole 48 minutes the right way. Is there anything you can point to specifically that will allow that process to, to, you know, be expedited? Um, I mean, sometimes, obviously, you know, different groups are doing different things, but there are times where, you know, there are five guys on the court that are competing at a high level defensively, uh, you know, moving the ball offensively. Some games, there are, there's a different five guys that are doing it. So, you know, um, the way that we play, especially today, um, you know, trying to just create chaos, you know, defensively, 
um, we have to be able to do that in waves. You know, to do that, you got to have a group of guys who, you know, buy in and everybody's doing it. Um, like I said, there are games where I wasn't on the court and it's, and, and it's happening. So we have to be able to have everybody buy in every single game, every every second that they're on the floor. How do you in the time through is- a couple of weeks where you're, you know, 10 or 12 and when you're still trying to out and you guys know that, you know, this is probably a good stretch for you guys to make a move? Like you said, it's a great, it's a great stretch for us to do it. Um, you know, being, being at home for a long time, uh, you know, having the crowd behind us, maybe we feed off that type of energy. And, um, I mean, we have to do it the whole game. You know, there's, there's not much to it. Uh, basketball isn't that complicated. And, you know, you can, go, you can come up with all the schemes that you want, but, you know, it's not going to work unless all five guys are out there playing hard. What'd you think? What it do, what it do, what it do. Jason Jones of The Athletic bringing you the latest edition of Post 82. Uh, following a Kings 113-104 loss to the Houston Rockets Monday night at Golden 1 Center. Uh, what you just heard, there was uh, some of De'Aaron Fox post game. De'Aaron easily had his best game since he returned from his sprained ankle with 31 points, 9 rebounds, 6 assists. But it wasn't enough on a night where the Kings, once again, inconsistent Kings. uh, Good second quarter, good fourth quarter. Actually held the Rockets to 16 points in the fourth quarter, but it wasn't enough. When you know, Kings never led in this game, trailed by as many as 25 and falling to the Rockets. That's the Kings' fourth straight loss now. Drops them to 12 and 18 on the season. A lot to look at from this game. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, still kind of shaking off a little uh, winter bug from over the weekend. But uh, touching off, there's a few things to touch on with this game. Let's just start off with some of the uh, transactional kind of like, it's, however you want to put it, news. Uh, tonight was the first night Marvin Bagley started next to Rashawn Holmes. Uh, so we'll t- we'll dive into that a little bit. Uh, we we'll also got a um, no Bogdan Bogdanovich again. Uh, sore right ankle. His third straight game he's missed. Kings haven't won a game this year that Bogey didn't play in. So that's something to think about when you're looking at how things went tonight. But let's just go ahead and dive right in now. First thing I want to touch on is uh, the continued struggles of one Mr. Buddy Heald. Got a little something, something in my cup to help me with this little cold I'm shaking off. So y'all forgive me, you know, but I ain't going to sip too much of it while I'm talking to y'all. But, yeah, it's not the, uh, another rough shooting night for Buddy. Uh, coming off, I believe it was a 3 of 18 in his last game. Buddy was 3 of 12 against the, uh, against, not against the Rockets. 3 of 12 shooting, 1 of 8 from 3. For 10 points. Actually got to the free throw line a little bit. He made three of his four free throws. Three rebounds, four assists. No steals. One turnover. And for those of you who are big plus minus people. I'm not necessarily a huge plus minus person. But he had the second worst plus minus on the team. With a minus 23. (coughs) And also, Buddy didn't play at all in the fourth quarter. As the Kings made a rally in the fourth, primarily relying on a very defensive lineup to get back in the game. And that ended up being in Luke Walton kind of decided to ride that defensive lineup out. Came up short, but still, it was, I, think it was, I think it was the right thing to do just because 
really they needed to get stops, and the Kings weren't getting any stops with that lineup. They had the lineup they had before. So we're just gonna go ahead and value who I hate uh some of my buddies' recent shooting uh during this four game losing streak. Five of thirteen. Uh, last Tuesday at Charlotte for 14 points. And again, we all, as I stated before, a lot of them points came with the game well decided and that lost to Charlotte. Next game, 3 of 15 and a loss at Indiana, 7 points. Uh, Memphis, 3 of 18, 8 points. Uh, loss at Memphis. Then the loss to Houston t- uh, tonight, 3 of 12 shooting. And so, you know, we can just go ahead and do simple math, you know, just to kind of uh, to give everyone an idea just of how bad Buddy's, uh, you know, the lack of shots he, he's getting the fall right now. And it's just, you know, this is just not a way for the Kings to be successful. It's just not going to work out at all if he's going to, if you're going to get these type of shooting nice from Buddy. So right now, just during these, this losing streak, not to, not to blame Buddy. Not, no, that's not what we're doing here. Not at all. Not even blaming Buddy for this. But Buddy has made 14 shots over these four games. And how many attempts, you might you might ask? <coughs> oh, excuse me again. Um, he's doing that in... Pardon me. I'll make sure I, I give you guys the right number. I had it in my head and had to jot it down. I'm going to go ahead and check it. So he is right now. Buddy is 14 for his last 58. That's right. 14 for his last 58. For a whopping, just you know, spectacular. Oh, 24.1% over that stretch. Yeah, not good. That's not going to get it done. Not going to get it done at all. So, that's a big issue right now with what's going on with, you know, with the offense right now. It's just that, you know, you're not getting the production from Buddy. And then the Kings rely on Buddy's three-point shooting so much. And right now, that's an issue. Because, <laughs> uh, I said, he was 4 of 8 against Charlotte. But after that, you got 1 of 9, 2 of 11, 1 of 8. All from 3. And it's not, and it's it's a it's been a struggle, to say the least. Three. Talking about eight. <laughs> wow, I mean, you just you you know what's bad when you think eight of thirty six from three over that stretch. Eight of thirty six. That's just you know an, another just <laughs> another you know, and we and Buddy's had you know shooting struggles, but to be twenty two percent from three over that stretch, yeah, it's just not. Ooh, it's not, it's not good. It's not good, not good enough. Buddy knows that. I think we all know it's not good enough. But, yeah, we're, uh, right now, but Buddy's in a real bad funk right now offensively. And I want to take you to a quote from Buddy from this game. After the game, we asked about his shooting struggles. And, you know, it was clear he didn't like not playing in the fourth quarter. You know, it's obvious he didn't like that. Because he mentioned, you know, he didn't play in the fourth and he couldn't help because he wasn't playing. But it wasn't, it didn't come across as a crazy, excuse me, a crazy thing. But clearly, Buddy didn't like that. But he brought up again the fact that he's not getting easy shots. He's not getting the easy looks. And he says, quote, I'm not getting catch and shoot ones. I can't remember the last time I got a good catch and shoot one where I can take my time and shoot it. 
end quote. Here's the deal, though. Teams know about Buddy Hill. Buddy Hill is not a secret. Teams know that's the shot he wants. They're going to make Buddy do something different. They're not just going to take, I mean, if they can help it, they're not going to give him catch and shoot threes. They're going to make Buddy have to catch him on the move, take tough shots, make tough shots. And so that's got to be the next step. I mean, you want to be the man, he's got to be the man. He's got to figure out some ways to generate offense other than just trying to uh, wait for catch and shoot threes or take contested threes. Uh, <clears throat> the coaching staff has talked about trying to find ways to get him easier looks. And even De'Aaron Fox mentioned about trying to find him some easier looks. But that's not that's not going to be easy. I mean, last season, Buddy and the Kings caught guys off by surprise. No one's surprised by Buddy. Buddy's on the, on the top of everyone's scouting report. They're going to do things to disrupt him. They're not going to give him what he wants to do. So some of it's on the coaching staff. Some of it's also on Buddy to figure out what needs to be done to get his offense going again. And they said, Buddy, you know, because he, he's a shooter, he will have up and down nights. But this now we're looking at a four, you know, a four-game stretch now where it's been a struggle. And sometimes he's getting good looks. Other times he's not. Can they run more plays for him? Sure. But. Maybe this is just part of the whole De'Aaron getting reacclimated to the team situation. There's a whole lot of factors right now. But the thing is, if Buddy wants to be that guy, you got to figure out how to score. And you you know, got to figure something out. And one thing would be to get to the free throw line. Got to the free throw line four times Monday night. But before then, that's, this is a, get this. You know, we all know Buddy handles the ball a lot. This is the first time since... December 4th, that Buddy has taken more than one free throw in a game. Get that. The first time since December 4th that Buddy Heald has taken more than one free throw in a game. That's amazing. As for a player who has the ball as much as he has, especially while De'Aaron was out, Buddy had the ball a lot. You got to figure out how to get to the line. You got to figure out how to, you know, get some contact, get to the line, get yourself going. And over that span, Buddy had games where he didn't shoot any free throws or he would just shoot one. Come on, a nine-game span. um, Six of those games, he shot no free throws. And like I said, the last game, Memphis, he played 39 minutes. He shot one. That was a technical foul. And he missed it. You can't play that many minutes, have the ball much as Buddy does, even as a catch-and-shoot guy or you want to be a catch-and-shoot guy. you got to figure out a way to get to the line. He's too good of a free-throw shooter to not get to the line. So we're going to keep harping on this, man. The, the Kings need more from Buddy. Buddy knows the Kings need more from him. And they got to figure out a way to get that because this offense needs more Buddy Hill. And part of that might be just to kind of uh, – <coughs> excuse me, sorry uh, – try to pick up the pace more. Uh I've you know the Kings had uh, 23 fast break points tonight, which is like a you know last season we would have said 23. Of course they had 23, but this season Kings aren't running the way they were, you know they've run in the past. So it's uh, that those transition points haven't come nearly as easily or as regularly as they have in the past. So one way to get Buddy better looks and kind of get the Kings uh, going again would be. To get out and run more. Oddly enough, the Kings had a season high 62 points in the paint. And this is, you know, 
like I said, a season high for points in the paint. And <laughs> this is the back. To, this is back to back games of at least sixty points in the paint. So some things are starting to work offensively. What they got to figure out is how to get everything working consistently to make this thing to make this thing look smoother, run better, and like I said, not just to get Buddy going, but to get everybody going. And but to me, Buddy is a big key to what they do, and they need more from him. And yeah, the defenses are tougher, but hey, man, you get paid. You get paid the big bucks to work this out, you know, to make it happen. Also, uh, <coughs> the coaching staff gets paid a lot of money to figure this out too. So they got to figure out a way to collaborate, get this thing going. And oh yeah, by the way, uh, those fast break points tonight, twenty three, another season high. So things are. St- Starting to kind of click as far as picking up that pace. To me, it's no coincidence that that's happened with De'Aaron Fox back in the lineup. There's, you know, that's no shock at all to me that 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 would uh, start to increase with De'Aaron and you know back in the lineup. And again, because De'Aaron had a good game: thirty-one points, nine rebounds, six assists. So now let's jump ahead. Not jump ahead. I don't see jump to the side. How you want to put it? Let's talk about that starting lineup of. Rashawn, with Rashawn Holmes and Marvin Bagley together. Fortunately for the Kings, Rashawn Holmes picked up a couple of quick early fouls, so we didn't get to see a whole lot of that lineup. Then the fourth quarter, uh, Luke Walton went to more of a defensive lineup uh, with Trevor Ariza out there playing a lot and trying to uh, get the game uh, going more in that direction. So we didn't see a whole lot of the uh, Holmes-Bagley pairing, but... From what from what uh, Walton said, post game was that they're they're going to stick with that for a while to get you know they're not going to scrap that just yet. They, they they didn't see enough of it, but in order and this is where I think you look at the Kings and the priorities. This this type of decision is proof that for all the talk of playoffs and wanting to make the playoffs, the real priority really is developing a guy like Bagley because. You got to find out what Bagley is. He hasn't even played 82 games yet in his career. So you may sacrifice some wins right now, but you got to get Bagley out there and he's got to play. And you got to play through some mistakes. And Bagley only played 23 minutes tonight, but I expect that he'll play more just so he can get that experience, get things rolling. Let's kind of see what you got with him. You have to find that out. And so I think it's good that they're going to give this this look of – Bagley and Holmes more no more time to figure out what's going to happen because even though I know there's scouts I've talked to who believe that Marvin eventually will be a center he's not a center right now at least not in a a you know a full-time center maybe you can still submit some small lineups but Marvin's not he's young he's not strong enough to really deal with some of the league's more experienced centers so you got to get him out there let him run with Rashawn see what they can do maybe Maybe Rashawn's defense will rub off on Marvin, <coughs> something like that. So you have to figure out what's going on. And so I like that move of, of sticking with that. I think it's the right thing to do, you know, because if this was all about just winning and trying to get into the playoffs, you'd probably bring Marvin off the bench and keep Bielitsa in the starting lineup, but that's not what they're going to do. Bielitsa still played almost 30 minutes tonight, so it's not like he's not going to play. But you got to you you, you got to figure out what, what what Marvin is and what he can and can't do and what he needs to work on and you won't get figure that out until you get him on the court consistently. So we touched on that. We touched on uh, 
the a little bit of the increased pace or what appears to be the pace increasing. Uh, Luke says that with Marvin and De'Aaron back, he expects that pace to uh, pick up more, and that's a good thing. I think this team is a better team when they can get out and run. And But they still got to be able to mix in some defense. I mean, I know there's people who would say, hey, we don't care about the defense. If they can play 120 to 118 and win by two, that's fine. But the fact is, even playing slower, this team is not still has a, a minus differential. <laughs> and... You don't have a guy who you know is guaranteed to give you 30 a night right now. So I don't believe that you want to turn yourself into the Washington Wizards and just try to run, run, run and not get stops. So there's got to be a balance to this thing. I don't know how it's, it's got to come somehow. But definitely picking up the pace will help. Maybe you get Buddy some, some of those catch and shoot looks he needs. Maybe you get Marvin Bagley's outside shot going in transition. You know, and like I said, as long as you got De'Aaron out there, that's going to help an awful lot. But so, yeah, I'm all in. I'm all in on picking up the pace. Like I said, 23 fast break points tonight was the season high. That's crazy. You think about it, that that's their season high. But when De'Aaron's missed most of the games, Marvin missed a bunch of games. <laughs> Some of those games, you were starting Dwayne Dedman, who's not who, who doesn't run the same way Marvin does or even Rashawn does. And the fact that Luke Walton was not emphasizing pace the way he plans to going forward, I think it's you know it, maybe it does make sense that that twenty three points on fast break would be their season high. But if they can keep that number around there and, it, and also keep those points in the paint high, that means they're getting high quality looks. I mean the Kings shot forty six point six percent, but <coughs> what killed them tonight was the uh, three point shot seven of thirty. If you're going to try to shoot this 30 to 35 number, you got to hit more than 23.3%. And on top of that, you got to make your free throws. Kings, they just got to the line 23 times. A good number for them, a great number for them, actually. Only made 15 of them, though. That included five mixes, misses from Fox. No, and those, a lot, those, at least those misses were coming in the fourth quarter, too, when they were trying to close the gap. Those are just the type of things that teams that aren't good can't afford to do. You can't afford to shoot bad from the perimeter and the free throw line and hope to win games, especially in a game where you out-rebound your opponent. And oh, by the way, can't forget this, 19 turnovers, too many turnovers. One of the reasons why Luke didn't want to run over the turnovers. So there's a lot to clean up with this team. A lot of things they're doing that make them a 12-18 and 18 below 500 non-playoff team. I'm not trying to hate, but, you know, this team is not a playoff team. At least not yet. they got a lot of work to do. It was a game like this that shows them when you got a, a Rockets team that has championship aspirations and they come into your building and drop 37 in the first quarter on you. <coughs> then after you try to make it competitive in the second quarter, come out and outscore you by 10, 32, 22 in the third to make it an uphill battle all the way in the fourth and you can never break through. In part because, of, you know, not just because uh, so much about missing shots. You also couldn't make free throws. And that's got to get better. So, yeah, I think I kind of hit on everything I wanted to hit on. Like I said, De'Aaron Fox, great numbers. Can he direct him to average 31 a night? No, but I liked his aggression on both ends. I liked that he got into it defensively. Just didn't settle play on one end. Tried to set a tone on both ends. That's going to be needed going forward. Now, I like that they're going to stick with 
that uh Bagley Holmes combo with the four or five. See what we got there. <coughs> Still need more from Buddy. A lot more from Buddy. Also, probably need more from Harrison Barnes. He was only three of ten. Missed all four of his threes. So you still, those two guys still got to kind of get going, but especially Buddy more so, I think, than Harrison. Because at least with Harrison, if he's struggling, you can kind of count on him to still contribute some, def some defense. And right now, I don't know if you have that same type of faith in Buddy to provide the defense you're going to need when he's, his shots aren't falling. So a lot to work on. The Kings don't play again until the day after Christmas when they host the uh, struggling Minnesota Timberwolves. But if the Kings have learned anything this season, they should have learned they can't overlook anybody. I don't care who's coming into this building. Whether it be, you know, I don't care if it's the, the wounded warriors down in, in San Francisco. It's, it doesn't matter. They can't overlook anybody. They can lose to anybody any given night. So let's see if coming off a holiday, you know, uh, if the Kings are a little slothful, maybe they're not ready to play. Let's see. Let's, let's, I'm, I'm, I want to see their focus, how they're going to come off a holiday, you know, have, spending the holidays at home. Will they be ready to go? Let's just see, okay? Y'all know where to find me on the Instagram, Mr. Jones LBC. I got your jokes and everything on there. My, my story has all my, my music I'm playing, if you care at all about that. Uh, Twitter, Mr. Underscore Jason Jones. Nah, you know, my stories, everything else, my, my silly retweets, all that stuff is there too. So, y'all be good out there. Have a happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever it is you're celebrating. If you're celebrating nothing, just enjoy sitting around watching basketball on, on Wednesday and take that in. Again, this is Jason Jones with Post 82. Remember, throwing room breakdown with myself and Kenny Carraway. We're off this week. Kenny somewhere praying that the Niners do not lose to the Seattle Seahawks. So <laughs> if you're if you're in the boat with him, I'm laughing just because, well, that's what I do. And plus, they brought my boy Marshawn Lynch back. So as a Cal grad, I'm obligated to root for Marshawn no matter what. So, yeah, go Bears. I'm out of here. Y'all be good out there. Take care. Peace.